It's been a little over a week since a massive underwater volcano in the South Pacific Ocean erupted, and climate scientists immediately took note. Scientists will likely be studying the explosion in Tonga for years. Here to help us understand what's so significant about this event is Dr. Scott Collis, an atmospheric scientist at nearby Argonne National Laboratory. Scott, welcome back. Good afternoon, Melbourne. It's great to be back. And before we get started, Scott, we'll be talking about the science behind the eruption today. But it is important to first mention the humanitarian crisis. It's caused for the island nation of Tonga. There have been three confirmed deaths and some pretty extensive damage there as well. And that's right. And we still don't even really know the extent of the damage due to the fact that the main communication line and undersea cable was damaged during the uh, tsunami that was caused by the volcano. And Scott, this was a massive explosion. Let's let's talk a little bit about the science. Put it in context for us. Just how big was this volcanic eruption? Absolutely. This is probably the largest explosion that we've ever observed during the modern satellite era. It was so explosive that it pushed matter up way into the upper atmosphere, which we call the stratosphere. Some of the highest plumes of ash and volcanic gases reached 55 kilometers or 34 miles in height. And was that explosion big enough to get picked up by instruments that are are near us in the U.S.? It absolutely was. It actually rang the planet's atmosphere like a giant bell. Shortly after the volcano, measurements that we used to measure something called atmospheric pressure, which we're very interested in because it can help us diagnose storms and hurricanes and other weather events. In Australia, those barometers, those pressure sensors started picking up this blip. Uh, the sudden change in pressure. And then as we watched the wave go outwards, we could see it hit instruments on the west coast of Australia, start to hit instruments on the western coast of the United States of America, and even get picked up by our sensors in Oklahoma that Argonne and the Department of Energy run. Anyone who knows history, uh, world history, knows that there have been volcanoes that have exploded and have affected our climate. What effects could this eruption have on our climate going forward, if any? So when Mount Pinatubo erupted in Southeast Asia, and when that eruption pushed these gases, particularly sulfur dioxide, into the stratosphere, that can actually have a cooling effect on the planet. So we're always talking about climate change and the impact of CO2 and how it traps heat inside the atmosphere. Sulfur dioxide can actually block incoming solar radiation. And when Mount Pinatubo erupted, it cooled the globe by one degree Fahrenheit and actually led to a colder than normal winter. Are you expecting something like that this time? So it's very, very early after the eruption. But Initial observations show that the amount of sulfur dioxide release was less than Mount Pinatubo. So we expect it to be somewhere between not much at all and the one degree Fahrenheit cooling we saw from Mount Pinatubo. We need to see how it reacts with the clouds and how much it blocks that radiation out before we'll know the full effect. But we're watching with great interest as this makes a great natural experiment for understanding climate. Scott, it's always great to talk to you. Thanks for chatting with us about a volcanic explosion in Tonga and what it might mean for the atmosphere and climate. My pleasure, Melba.
Dr. Scott Collis is an atmospheric scientist at Argonne National Laboratory. We want to answer your questions about climate. You can email them to climate at wbez.org.